Brothers! What we do in life echoes in eternity. I mean, this is what's wrong with the Christian church today. We don't know who God is. And we don't know who we are. This is where we hold them. This is where we fight. Officer, you need to repent of your lawless conduct. You don't know the law, and yet you pretend to represent it. That's not law enforcement, sir. That's being a thug. We will not stop fighting and bothering you all until this monstrous, barbaric practice of legalized abortion ends and we are teaching our children to do the same. God's word says that the shed blood of innocent humans cries out for justice and mark my words, they will have their day in court. Nobody gets saved by being treated nicely. They get saved by hearing the gospel. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. If we don't open our mouths and commend Christ, we're not loving Him, no matter what we're doing with our hands. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Provoked. I'm Desi. And... <laughs> well, we're twinning. <laughs> no, no, I'm not Desi. I'm, I'm Zach. And this is my sister, Desi. Hi. And we did not mean to wear the same shirts today. Just we're so. dorky. We're dorks. <laughs> but um, we're not that. We're not that. <laughs> yeah. But thanks for tuning in again. It's been a while since uh, Desi and I have been on to do a show together. It's I know. Been like two months or something I know like it. That. Yep. So life has been busy, but we're so thankful that you're watching our show. Yep. Uh, we're provoked. If you've really never been on the show, you don't know what we're all about. We're here to ultimately give glory to God. We just want to be a help to our brothers and sisters, and we want to provoke our Christian brothers and sisters, uh, whoever listens to us, mm -hmm. <laughs> to share the gospel, really to work out their salvation, be Christians in a culture of death. That's right. right. That, yeah. It's simple. It's just all we want people to do is love their neighbor. Mm -hmm. And we do that preeminently through gospel presentation, through gospel dissemination, getting the gospel out as far and as wide as we can. Of course, that's the MO of Apologia Studios. That's the way it's been for years and years and years. Um, and then we also want to love our neighbor in the form of trying to rescue little babies from mm -hmm. being butchered at abortion mills or right. wherever it may be. It's a preeminent issue. And that's what we are all about um i am excited about today's show oh yeah but before we do that we need to of course talk about apologia all access mm -hmm. so how you can help us is go to apologiastudios.com and become an all access member it's so important for you and your ongoing education and so important for us because we got to keep the lights on we have to keep this boat a, a floating a sailing because we really want to do everything as a christian that you want to do which we say every single time mm -hmm. and that's to get the gospel out and to love our neighbor and just to be about kingdom building and kingdom advancement that's what we do here at apology studio so as you become that access member you contribute you support and things continue to move forward uh, for Christ. Yeah. So please go ahead and do that. And if you haven't yet, you can get um, access to Bonson U for free. And uh, it's super, super awesome. It's a bunch of stuff has been remastered. Um, so why not take advantage of that awesome yeah, that's resource? An if you resource. haven't done it, like just smack yourself in the face and then go do it. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is listen to Bonson for 10 minutes, yeah. 15 minutes, and you'll be like, wow, this is just an exceptionally gifted 
guy, unfortunately, who died. Um, what? I'm not laughing at years that. Ago. Yeah, I'm not Nobody laughing. At that. I'm laughing at the thought of. Uh, have you ever seen that um, YouTube video? Google cat with a toothbrush and it, it's like somebody oh, yeah, brushes yeah, yeah. their cat's teeth and it like makes his face like a uh. okay so when you like after you listen to monson for 10 minutes you're gonna your face is going to look like that cat's face <laughs> because your brain is just gonna be like you know yeah 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 open. that's how i am i'm like that cat <laughs> um okay cool so anything well, you want to say before we move into the i noticed I that oh, and Almost every single episode I say, I'm super excited about this episode. You know, you hear your own self, but today I am super excited because our guest is legit one of my heroes. Like, she is the Katniss Everdeen of abolitionists. That's a good way. That's a great She is so yeah. cool. And I'm sure she's, she's loving hearing this. Yeah. I'm embarrassing her right now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but no, I just admire her work. I'm so thankful for it. She just brings such um, an edge to this fight. And I'm so thankful for all the work that she's doing. So without yeah. further so, ado, we should introduce her, huh? Yeah, we're going to bring on Laura Clausen in, in just one second. Uh, but that's our guest of the day. And yeah, we have been super excited it, it, to see, you know, to uh, have her come on the show today. I think a cool thing, and before we introduce her, what I like about Laura so much is um, just boldness and courage. Mm -hmm. I don't know who said it, but they said, you know, people follow courage right. and boldness. And that's exactly as Christians move out in boldness. Uh, and in her case, she wants to save as many babies as she can in a very um, straightforward and bold and courageous way. You right. inspire other people to do it, right. especially women. So I was walking out the door. I say, hey, guys, I'm going to go and go record a show. And they said, who are you? Who are you going to have on? I said, oh, Laura Clausen. And my daughters, 18 and 14, were just, what? You know, yeah. They were so excited. Because when a woman makes a bold stand, she inspires and encourages other women to do so. And that's exactly what we need. That's right. So, hey, Laura, are you there? I am. Hi. Hey. Hi. <laughs> hey, thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. I'm not used to having people say nice things about me. So. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> what to say <laughs> yeah and we know we just follow your twitter feed and your facebook so yeah. we know all about you that. respond really well and graciously to them so oh you know trying yep <laughs> yeah i know i actually want to talk to you a little bit more about that um as we get into the discussion but i'll i'll leave that for a for a little bit further down but we're gonna start by playing your video um, so you're pregnant so you're pregnant just so our um our listeners can get a kind of an idea of the work that you're doing with Choice for Two. So we're going to play that now. So you're pregnant. You didn't plan this. You didn't want it. And now you have a choice to make. Take a breath. You can do this. I'm going to be real with you, though. The choices that our society and the media are going to present you with, they're not all equal. Right now, your baby's heart is already beating. That started about 21 days after conception. We're talking about another human being here, and not just any human being, your baby. For whatever reason, this baby was given to you. You were chosen to be this child's mother. And no matter what's going on in your life, you can rise up and take this on. You can rock this. But right now, abortion is probably going to be suggested, even pushed on you by the people closest to you. They'll tell you it's your best option. They'll tell you to think of your future, They'll say you're not old enough, not young enough, not experienced enough, not financially stable enough, not educated enough. They might even threaten you. 
The thing is, you're already this baby's mother. This child is already here in the world, living and growing inside you. And what these people are suggesting to you is that you murder your own baby. And yeah, that sounds harsh, but I'm not going to lie to you. Not when your baby's life is on the line. You're the only one who can protect this child. You, but you're not alone, not by a long shot. Fight for your baby and reach out for help if you need it. We'll help you. Choose your baby. You've got what it takes and you won't regret it. Okay, yeah, that's an amazing uh, work. All the videos that you put out are awesome. So what we know, and you know this as well, is Christians can put out really sucky stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, really subpar uh, presentations, movies, videos, whatever it may be. And I so appreciate Choice42 and you guys just putting out excellent things, like videos that are better than everything that came before it. Yeah, Especially right. your video on child sacrifice. I mean, I, I just, I so appreciate your attention to quality and detail and innovation and art. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why, uh, you know, you're hooked up with lore because they see that in you guys as well. Yeah, I, that was one of our goals because we noticed that too, um, that there wasn't a lot of quality media being produced about abortion. So mm -hmm. that's one of the things we wanted to do. Yeah, and you guys do it well. So just kind of tell us before we get into um, asking about your testimony, we really are interested in, in how you got in the fight and how that all transpired. But tell us a little bit about what it's like living in Canada right now with all the restrictions and what you kind of have to deal with. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, yeah. So basically, we've lost our freedom, whether people realize it or not. And sadly, I think a lot of people don't even realize it right now. Um you know, it started over a year ago with two weeks to flatten the curve. We were going to have a shutdown for two weeks and now they're introducing vaccine passports. So um, it's crazy. Yeah. So with the vaccine passports, are you at this moment? I mean, how, how deep is the restrictions? Can you are they not allowing anybody to fly yet or has it not gotten right. to that level? It, that is what they're saying is that comes in in September. So each province kind of has its own rules. So I'm in Ontario. Um, they just announced in for British Columbia that the vaccine passport is coming in uh, in September. And it basically prohibits you from going anywhere other than uh, to shop for groceries. Wow. So you can't go to weddings. You can't go to the movie theater. You can't go to the mall. Um, you can't go anywhere if you're not vaccinated. Wow. wow. So what would you say to the person in Canada? And, uh, and I know you've probably heard this that says, hey, you know, just take the vaccine and everything will go back to normal. Mm -hmm. Let's just get things back to the way they are. So let's comply with the government. What would you say? Well, the government, I don't think the government's going to give back power once they've taken it. So once we just go along with this, um, I don't think things will just go back to normal. I think it's only going to escalate and the government's just going to take more. So right. I think that, you know, people are saying this isn't the line that they they want to draw, um, that they'll just go along and take the vaccine. And, you know, they'll they'll put their foot down um, when some when they truly feel like their freedom's being taken away. But it's happening 
step by step, right? It's going to be a lot harder to stand up later if we don't stand up now. Exactly right. That is the only recourse because, I mean, you look at history. This is history played out over and over, not only in our nation, of course, in yours and around the world. But that's exactly right. This is the work of a tyrannical government. And the more that you comply to a tyrannical government, the more that they put the squeeze on you. So we have to have a concerted effort in the masses to say, hey, you know what? We're not going to we're not going to bow to your dictates. You know, you're our servants. We're not your slaves. So that's the only way forward. Do you ever get just these moments like I'm listening to this? I'm like, man, this feels like we're in some sort of weird sci fi movie. Yeah, it's unbelievable even imagined two years ago that we would even be having this discussion. I mean, that is crazy. You can't go anywhere but the grocery store. That means if you've got family in another province, like you can't go visit them. Like you said, weddings, you can't travel, you know, just like the ramifications of this are huge. Yeah. Hey, Laura, do you know the percentage of people that aren't vaccinated in Canada right now? You know what? They're saying that 80% are vaccinated um, but I don't believe that stat. Right. I don't think that many are, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I mean, who knows? Yeah, totally. And how many people are in Canada? I'm sorry, I'm throwing out all these <laughs> questions at you, but do you know how many people? Um, I No, I don't. So hundreds of millions, I'm assuming. Maybe not as much. We have what, 400 million here? I think so, yeah. 4.5. You have way less than you Yeah, guys. you do have way less, so maybe not, yeah. not that figure. But you think about 20% that just say, hey, you know, I'm not going to get vaccinated, who are confined to their homes, right? They can't go work. They can only go back and forth to eat. Just think that what, that, what that's going to do to national economies. <laughs> yeah. If, this, if that, mean, go ahead. Yeah, it's, no, just they haven't done that yet in terms of the working thing. Like, um, and as I said, like they've, they've announced it in British Columbia. So that's not here, but they have said that all um, civil servants have to be vaccinated. So that's all the police, um, anyone working in um, hospitals. I, I'm not sure if hospitals have happened yet, but um, different groups of people. Oh, anyone who works in a bank has to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like um, they're rolling it out and different groups are dealing with it. <laughs> right now um mm-hmm. but i'm sure they're gonna extend it to pretty much everyone soon sure it's 37 million in Canada. oh 37 million oh yeah that's that's tiny there's yeah. like 37 million <laughs> in los angeles yeah there's no. 328 or yeah 328 million in the united states yeah so about 10 percent. yeah wow well, hey, we're, we're praying for you, I, uh, and, and that increases yeah. our admiration. And, and, of course, we give all glory to God, but it does cr- increase our admiration for you that in, in such a constrained environment that you're in and problematic that we don't even understand, that you're being as bold as you are. Mm-hmm. So thank you just so much for that exhibition of boldness and courage. It, it's, it really encourages us to, oh, do, well. to do more, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think the the first video I saw of you, Laura, was the magic birth canal. And I just, I love it because I, you know, as a woman, have gone out to the mills and, you know, have done abortion mill ministry and have been in this fight for, I don't know, six or seven years now. And, you know, like we were alluding to, for some reason, well, we know why, but, uh, you know, Pro-choicers hate men that are in this fight, but boy, do they hate women that are in this fight. Mm-hmm. I would say even more um, because with men, they, they've got the no uterus, no opinion, you know, garbage. Yeah. But with women, they can't say that to us. And so really all they can do is try to attack our personal character. Um, and so I just love 
that you kind of come back with, of course, class, but just a little bit of a bite. And uh, I just, it, it's very edifying for me, <laughs> just being on the other end uh, of the abuse, you know, that you kind of receive yeah. from from the death scorts and from other women, pro-choice women. It, it is very um, satisfying to have someone uh, come out and make just such quality content and that has a bite and has some uh, a serrated edge. So thank you for your work that you're doing. Uh, it, it really, it really has encouraged me a ton. So yeah. Hey, um, so you get a lot of women messaging you asking you how they can get into the fight to save babies. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot uh, different for Americans um, compared to us. Like uh, you guys saying you're out at the death mill, like it's illegal to stand outside of an abortion clinic here in Canada. Wow. Um, so it's it's a very different fight because if I have an American message me, then I just say, great, like go, Mm -hmm. (laughs) go Mm -hmm. to the gates and uh, try and rescue babies. Um, So which is kind of why, you know, we have choice for two online in the first place, um, because we can reach women this way. That's, that's awesome. Okay, so let's kind of shift into your testimony. We're really curious about, um, you know, kind of who you are, and what got you involved? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can you can go as, as exhaustively as you want, in depth as you want, <laughs> you know, whatever you feel like. But we really want to know uh, kind of your your story. How did you get involved? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I um, grew up in a Christian home, and I became Christian when I was quite young. And um, also when I was little, I saw a graphic abortion image, mm. and um, for someone someone was holding it on the side of the road, and that really affected me. I um, kind of from that, at that moment, I knew abortion was wrong. I didn't understand exactly what it was, but you know, you can just look at that image and know that it's something bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I went through school and I did my like big projects or my debates um, every single year almost on abortion. Mm. Um, And so it just kept going year after year after year. And I honestly was not aware that there was a pro-life movement in Canada. Um, I didn't know it existed. And I didn't know much about everything going on in the U.S. So I just thought, like, no no one knows what's going on here. Um, I didn't know where to start or how to do anything. But I just really had this feeling like, um, I needed to do something about abortion. I didn't know what it was. And I can remember praying so earnestly, like, God, just use me for this. Um, I'll do whatever it is. And it's it's kind of crazy slash scary to look back on that and see, like, it happened. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I started volunteering at my local pregnancy resource center because that's where I figured that's what I knew mm-hmm. was out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I was there, I got the idea for, for choice for two, um, just in terms of reaching women online and also in creating awareness um, for people as to what abortion actually is and that it's happening in our country and that our country actually doesn't have any abortion law at all. And most Canadians don't even know that. So that's just kind of where the whole thing started. I, had no training in how to run a nonprofit or in how to run social media or in any of that. Um, but I just started it and it's grown now to what it is. 
Wow. Yeah, that's that's amazing. So how long has Choice 4-2 been alive? I guess uh, you we're coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, this week will be our sixth anniversary. Wow. That's six awesome. Years. That's so cool. So do you do that full time? Yeah, like it's not a job, um, but yeah, like no one on our team is paid. So it, it's not like a full time thing in terms of that. Um, but I, I do spend a lot of time on it. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Cool. So maybe we can get into, well, just a couple of questions uh, to kind of pick your brain about a few things. But how do you think abortion is, is really going to end? You know, maybe some bigger questions. You know, what, from your perspective, do we need to do? <sighs> I don't really know, but I, I think that, I mean, if it's going to end, it's going to be God that ends it. Mm -hmm. And right now, us, we, we're not like Canada and I'd say the U S too, probably is not, a, they're not Christian countries. Um, so we're missing that we're missing, um, God in our, in our country mm -hmm. and people are not, um, calling out to God for help. Um, we're just a totally pagan society. So, um, I'm not sure exactly what the steps are going to be, whether it be to kind of awaken people as uh, to what abortion actually is and the horror that it is. But at the same time, even if they find out um, in a lot of cases, if they're not Christians, they don't care right. anyway. So I think that there has to be a big, a big change in our country, just in general, not having to do with abortion, but having to do with um, being, being a Christian country. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like almost like re reformation, right? Or revival, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, just a spiritual awakening in that country. And then when the scales are off, then you come to the conclusion, oh, I'm supposed to love my neighbor. Right. It's, it's right. not okay to tear apart little babies in the womb, you know. Right. But you're exactly right. So it's more of a spiritual effort. Uh, and that's what we think, too. You know, that's why within abortion now and all of our efforts here, even in front of the mill, it's always gospel centric. You know, right. we go to proclaim the gospel. Apologia Studios is really primarily about just getting the gospel out constantly because it's the gospel God uses as his tool, the power of God into salvation for all who believe, right? That God uses to regenerate that heart. And then, you know, because before God regenerated me, I could give a rip about abortion. I mean, I never even thought about it ever. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden you have the spirit of God dwelling in you and you're like, wait, no, this is wrong. I, I, how could we ever think that this is okay? So I right. think that's a, that is a wonderful answer. So that's in abortion now, a very prophetic gospel centered coming along the local church and equipping the local churches in our network to, to go out with the gospel and save babies. And then we have also the legislative work that we do mm -hmm. um, through an organization called red state reform to where we introduce bills of abolition um, all throughout the nation. So one of these days, the pro-life movement is not going to destroy these abolition bills. Yeah. It's, it's going to happen, <laughs> um, which is insane to even say yeah. your, your yeah. biggest adversary is the pro-life movement. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole huge topic in itself. So how was choice for two? Like, how did that come to be? Like, how was that? How did it start? Were you going to ask that? Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I just, uh, kind of started it. Like I, like I said, like, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I, I went to school for music and 
opera. So I didn't know. Um, I just, we came up with the name, um, just paid to have a logo, just started creating the website, um, which really needs to be revamped at this point because it's a six year old um, choice for two mm. <laughs> on the website. Um, and at that time we like, we would actually say like choice for two is a non-religious organization, um, non-political, non-religious, like all that kind of stuff. And it's completely flipped now because, yeah. um, you know, just coming to the realization of, of what abortion is, which is child sacrifice, which is very much a, um, religious issue. Right. Um, yeah. So you just mean like the, the technical, I just set everything up. I set up the social media and the idea was to um, create a viral video so that mm -hmm. we would get exposure. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where the magical birth canal, like that's why that was created. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. So what would you say to like, if somebody is listening to our show, you know, uh, a young woman, a young man, whoever it may be in Canada, they're listening. They know you're from that, that country and they want to get involved. What would you, how would you encourage them? Well, get involved with Choice for Two. I mean, there's lots of opportunity just following us online and interacting with anyone the same way that we would. Um, but in general, I think we really need to engage the churches. Mm -hmm. um, the churches here in Canada really don't care um, about abortion. And I I actually met with a, I don't know if you've heard of Aaron Rock. Mm -mm. He's a pastor here who's been kind of causing uh, some issues because he did not um, close his church when yeah. the churches were ordered to close. So right. um, I actually got to know him a little bit, but we ended up meeting I, it was yesterday and um, he's one of the very, very few pastors who will touch the abortion debate. And when I, um, when we started choice for two, we had this idea that we would email, we got as many emails as we could of pastors in Canada um, to just kind of let them know here's choice for two. We're going to be um, tackling abortion. And I figured that they would be supportive and they were not. Mm. Um, I think I got back maybe two emails saying good job. Um, mostly I didn't hear back from anyone. And then I got, um, I got messages from pastors. I'll say that in quotes because <laughs> they would say stuff like go to hell. Um, wow. Abortion. Yeah. Abortion is a woman's right. Mm. Who are you um, to, to say abortion is wrong? Uh, show me in the Bible where it says abortion is wrong. Mm. Um, so just a very, very discouraging start but it really kind of shocked me into reality as to what we're dealing with here in canada because even the even the churches won't touch it wow yeah, and that is so sad and we look at our american evangelical church and it's in a state of total disrespect repair yeah. and it all flows out of the pulpits right, right? yeah everything flows but it seems to me like you guys are in a much worse off position at yeah. the moment not forever <laughs> But at, at the moment, but it seems as though, again, it's all tied into the pastors and the pulpits. If only they would have the courage, then uh, things start to change from that point. So you talked about um, just briefly that there's no abortion laws in Canada. So does that mean that they can kill a baby in the womb at any stage? Correct. Wow. So five minutes before delivery. Yeah. Wow. That's so it's unreal. It, I know. And, and the thing is, Canadians don't believe that it's happening. Um, 
they have every Canadian has in their mind like, oh, no, it doesn't happen past 12 weeks or it doesn't happen past 24 weeks. Like they all have these cutoffs. Mm. They just think um, which are not true. And to be honest, it is not easy to find a doctor who will abort your baby at nine months. Um, but because there is no law, it's kind of up to each doctor. And we do know that it's happening um, because I've I've interacted with women who have done it. And there was a pretty big case a couple of years ago um, that got a, a lot of attention because a woman tried to abort her almost full term baby. Mm. Um, I think it was because the baby had Down syndrome. I'm not 100 percent sure if I remember that right, but uh, she couldn't find a doctor who would do it. And she got really mad. So she she went to the news about that, saying that this is her right. And um, then another, another doctor stepped up and did it. Wow. So atrocious. Yeah. Just absolutely wicked. Yeah. But even even that, like the way that the public reacted to that was not, oh my goodness, uh, a full term baby was just aborted. It was, oh my goodness, this poor woman had to jump through hoops for yeah. her rights. Unreal. Yeah. That is so sad. It is. It's it uh, makes you nauseous. Uh, you know, obviously you believe the same as us. It's, no different from the value of the of the baby at conception to full term, but it just shows you the depravity in the mind of man that, you know, we can we can go even go there with a baby yeah. that's just about to be delivered, you know, because a, yeah. a lot of the arguments are, well, it's just a clump, clump of cells and like that is just so blaring. <laughs> You know, you know that it's not a clump yeah, of cells. Exactly. Uh, so. But you're right; it's a mentality of depravity. It's just a mentality. You know, and you hit you hit the nail on the head when you said, "Hey, what Canada really needs is God, is right. to acknowledge God." This is what happens to any nation all throughout history when you don't acknowledge God, when you spurn <laughs> Him, right? And yeah. Romans chapter one talks about it. It actually talks about the process of judgment, and at the end, it's He gives them over to their depravity. Right, and right. that's and then he then after that the next step is the wrath of abandonment. John MacArthur actually has a really good sermon on that. Just the steps of God's judgment on a rebellious nation. So, I hope Canada comes around. Yeah, we will. Be <laughs> and I hope uh, it, it doesn't get delivered over to its own vices, um, man. But we're we're praying for you heavily. Yeah. What kind of um, what kind of response from your countrymen have you gotten? You know. Yeah, I mean, mostly not good. <laughs> it's so ingrained into our culture that abortion's a woman's right and that's it. And that you're just a terrible, I've even been uh, called a terrorist here in Canada for um, wanting to end abortion. Mm -hmm. So um, it's not the popular opinion by any means, but we're just trudging along here. And here, yeah. here the lives have been saved because of the work of choice for two and for with your team like I, I see all the time where you guys are helping and you're another baby saved another baby saved oh mom just chose life here's a baby shower here's a, a registry and lives are being saved because yeah. of God is using your faithfulness so ah uh, man it, that's encouraging and it also is um, really is humbling just to listen to because it, it sounds like you guys 
have it a lot worse than we do. I mean, no just to be yeah. in the fight, like you can't, like you said, you can't go out and just plead with mothers. You have a lot more obstacles, it sounds like, to try to reach these women. And so we just praise God for your faithfulness and all that he's doing through your work. Yeah. And you're being salt and light. Yeah. I mean, salt is a preservative. Mm -hmm. And so the Christians within a nation that are actually impacting the culture mm -hmm. are the ones that are preserving that nation, actually right. holding back the hand of God and yeah and unleashing yeah. his full-on wrath of abandonment and you know doom right so it's just awesome you guys are you know like rusty thomas says getting this, the salt out of the salt shaker mm -hmm. and being that impactful presence being a light in a very dark place so keep doing it i'm sure you've thought man it'd be cool just to bail yeah <laughs> this place so i could have more freedoms and um you know be less restricted and all that i want to do but i'm just so um you know, admired that you, that you stay there and, and God's using what you've, you've done and God is using what you're doing to save lives and bring him glory. So that's amazing. That is, I had a quick question um, before we get started on, cause I want to hear about her new project. Yeah, that um, was mine too. I as just, much as she can share, she might not be able to share yeah, too much. Yeah, exactly. Um, Laura, I just, I was wondering when you were talking about this, when the, um, the pastors were saying the quote unquote pastors were saying that kind of stuff to you, were you, did you go through any sort of, um, just discouragement because I remember when I kind of got into this fight, I was going to a bigger church and I remember um, a woman that had been a Christian for 40 years and was, you know, in leadership and stuff at that church told me that um, we really shouldn't tell people that abortion is sin. What we should tell them is that their life's going to be changed. They really don't need to hear that it's wrong, but that it's sin. And I just remember being like floored and I went through like just just a period of just discouragement. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I just was so naive to this whole fight that there were actually Christians that professed Christ that said they loved him with all their heart, mind and soul. And yet they were telling me that it wasn't okay to call baby slaughter a sin. So yeah. did you go through any sort of like discouraging, you know, discouragement during that time? I think it was, it was more of like a shock mm -hmm. of, okay, they're not on our, side yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like a discouragement because I really and looking back on it now it's kind of funny but I didn't have any um there was no thought in my mind that choice for two wouldn't be successful in mm. terms of growing um just growing and and taking off and it's funny to think now because I didn't have any connections I didn't have any anything that should have made it successful um but I just I just thought, okay, I'm just doing what I, I, I can based on um, just really asking God to use me. And so here we go, and this is going to work. And so when all those pastors um, weren't supportive, it was disappointing. But then I was just like, okay, well, so we're doing it without them. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's the hardest part of the fight. And that's what I really am inspired by you as well as others is just like the stick to mm -hmm. because the Bible says, do not grow weary in well-doing, mm -hmm. but in this fight, you can grow weary. Right. It's just yeah. tough, you know, with all the vitriol, all the hatred and you, you get it more than maybe more than we do. Oh, uh, for we, sure. We're on yeah. receiving the end of that. Well, but sometimes you, you, you get, get it in person a lot, but online, she just gets it yeah, left just and right. Yeah. Just like a machine gun at her. So that's what I appreciate is that you're still working, that you're still moving forward, that you're still innovating and creating. And that's what we have to do. But that can be that can be in this fight. Some of the most difficult things. Yeah. Laura, so, when yeah. you go out to dinner or, you know, when you go out, do you ever have you ever gotten 
you know, assaulted or people, you know, threatening or calling you names or anything because you're pretty well known now and you, you know, you're very like recognizable, I would say. You know what? No one has ever recognized me. You just don't wear your pink wig. She wears her pink wigs. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's good. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah, the pink wig has been such a blessing because I didn't think about it at the time. Like we just did it to be flashy. Um, but I, I even had people who I know. Okay. So people at my church who saw the video online and then came up to me and asked me who I got to be the actor. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Which I'm like, it's, it's just a pink wig on my head. Yeah. It's still my face, but, um, She's like, for some reason, like Batman. <laughs> I know but for Superman. Some reason, or Superman. Yeah. Yeah. They really don't recognize me. And yeah. when, when I do just go out in my everyday life, I mean, I don't look like this. Yeah. <laughs> I look, I don't think I, I would be recognized. I mean, at this point I'm not, and I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, praise God for that. Okay. Yeah. Smart move. Yeah. That's smart, but that's so funny. <laughs> she just pops up. Like Superman. Wind, you're like, I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. So you're going to be working with lore and yeah. you're going to be doing something called exposed. So I don't know, again, we don't want to um, pry into information you can't give, but we're just wondering what that's going to be like. Well, and, Everybody might not know what lore is. So do you want to explain that? We're going to have Marcus Pittman on next yeah. week. Yeah, Marcus Pittman's going to be on. It's really just a Christian streaming service. Mm-hmm. So they're not producing anything uh, right now, but they're trying to make Christian movies not suck. That's yeah. their tagline. So what, what does that mean? They're just trying to get out into the public quality Christian uh, production, quality Christian documentaries and stories and movies. So mm-hmm. I can't wait. Of course, Marcus used to work for us. We love him. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's going to be on next week. So what are you going to do with them? So, um, yeah, Marcus asked me if um, we would create some content for it. And so I was thinking, yeah, sure. Like we can pull together a video. And I was kind of thinking like what we'd done before. All of our stuff is pretty short, you know, one to two minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was like, well, uh, why don't you do a series of six and why don't you make it longer? Um, Mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing. So the series is called Exposed and there are six shorts. So um, they're still going to be like five, six minutes, but it's quite a bit longer than anything we've done before. And each episode kind of takes on uh, different aspects, different things related to abortion that people really don't talk about. Um, Even within the pro-life movement, um, things they don't talk about. So, um, for example, IVF, we're doing one on IVF. Oh, good. We're doing um, uh, fetal harvesting. We're doing uh, post-abortion trauma Mm -hmm. and regret. And, yeah, so just, just kind of things that no one really talks about and definitely nobody's really put out any um, mat- media material on. Right. That's wow. excellent. Yeah. Because yeah. those are things that need to be talked about. I cannot tell you how many times I've had somebody at the mill say like, why aren't you at the IVF clinic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, well, it can't be two places at once, but right. that's definitely a mission uh, that we need to get more involved with. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, everything that yeah. you guys put out, I, I'm generally, generally telling you, I would tell you if, if it were not oh, the love- case, but it's really excellent. It's the- just so well thought out and so well produced. Mm-hmm. The yeah. animation's great. Yeah. I love, um, 
Yeah. So we're, That's we're exciting. Mm-hmm. It's super exciting. All right. So we're going to do a little bit of segment before we let you go. It's going to be called Answering Stupid Questions with Laura Clausen. Yay. Okay. You ready? <laughs> okay. So the first one, and, and we hear all these constantly. We just want to get your, your, your opinion, your view of them. <laughs> uh, number one is you just want to strip women of their rights, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Of course, that's what we want. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, yeah, that's so frustrating because no, I'm not trying to strip away rights, but a woman's rights end where a baby's rights start. Mm -hmm. It's, there's two people. So Mm -hmm. you can't just, just say it's all about women's rights when you're dealing with two people and one of them is a baby. Amen. That's awesome. That's exactly right. Uh, what gives you the right to tell a woman what they should do with their bodies? How many times do you think you've heard that? Mm. A lot. Incalculable yeah. number. So what gives, yeah. you, what gives you that right? Well, I'm not like, do whatever you want with your body. Don't rip apart someone else's body. Mm. Like you don't get pregnant by accident. Like we know how this happens. Mm-hmm. So, you know, use your body in, you know, the ways that you want. But if you're having sex, um, pregnancy is a natural result mm-hmm. of having sex. So, you know, it's just, it's just about not killing people. Right. Yeah. That's simple, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, why should women be forced by the government to give birth? Oh my goodness. This is like, <laughs> This is why we made that Handmaid's Tale video. I right. don't know if you saw that one. I but know, yeah, we yeah. Did. yeah. Yeah. So because the government's not forcing anything on you. Mm-hmm. The same the same thing to the to the previous question. Like it's your choice what you do with your body. You don't get pregnant by accident. And you know, if you do nothing, you will the the, the natural progression there is that you are pregnant and then you have a baby. Mm. If you do something which is murdering the baby, then you're not pregnant anymore. You know, and then you, you, you know what is next. But what about the case of rape? I'm not. Yeah. Hold up. Not downplaying rape. It's awful and no. abominable. And mm-hmm. uh, rapists should get the death penalty. But what's your response to that? Because that always comes next. Yeah. And so, and of course, like interestingly, um, it's such a small percentage of abortions that are because of rape. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's why people say we need abortion because of rape, but really, and also, um, I have never, hmm, maybe one, maybe one woman that I've ever talked to who had been raped, who wanted to abort. Mm. They don't want that. Um, even just like from a physical standpoint, like you've just been through this horrible trauma mm-hmm. physically they don't want to go into an abortion clinic right. and go through a physical trauma. Like they just really don't. Um, and then also the baby is what, um, to be honest, like saves, saves them or right. helps, helps them through what happened Absolutely. because it's, um, I my one, my one friend said it's the, uh, kind of like the gift that came from the disaster. Right as she describes her daughter. Right. It's like that that light that came out of such a, an evil act. Um, right. Right. And I've explained this too to, to women that have said this to me. It's like the trauma of, of uh, rape is not undone by murdering the child who's innocent. Yeah. 
So, and uh, also like pe- people who say that don't understand the trauma that comes to a woman who aborts. Right. right. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's not, it's not an answer. Yeah. It doesn't unrape the woman. Right. It does nothing good for her except mm-hmm. add more hurt. So right. just compounds her misery. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why should a clump of cells receive the same rights as humans out of the womb? I really wish that we would have had a hands-made outfit for you while you're asking these questions. <laughs> I'd, I'd make a really ugly hands-made With your chick. big beard. <laughs> uh, Did you hear that last one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, clump of cells. Yeah, because that's not a clump of cells. It's a mm-hmm. human being from the moment of conception just Based, if you want to go by science, it's just based on DNA. It's a new human individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think too now, um, the pro-choice or pro-abortion movement, whatever you want to call them, they they they're kind of ditching that clump of cells thing because we all know it's not a clump of cells. Like mm-hmm. now they're to the point of saying, yeah, it's a human, um, but it's okay to kill them because. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the clump of cells thing is kind of old. Yeah, it right. is. But we hear it constantly. We're like, gosh, yeah. this has been like disproved 40 years ago and you're still bringing this up. Yeah. Uh, but we do hear it constantly. So uh, the babies are not going to feel anything or remember anything. Why? So why should you even care? You know, they're not going to know what they're going through. Yeah. Well, and, and so then that comes down to, you know, it's a human being and God created that person. Mm-hmm. And um God created that person right. um, to be here. And, you know, that person has purpose and it's not right. Who are we to, to kill that person? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last one. Uh, why don't you just get a job and worry about yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Proverbs twenty four eleven. I mean, we're told, mm-hmm. we're told to go and rescue those who are being led to death that's right stumbling toward slaughter um so it's just a straight up command from the bible and where else in our countries are people being slaughtered daily Mm -hmm. right at the abortion mills so we're we're called to do this yeah it's the right thing to do i loved how your answers were just so simple yeah you know there is no good argument to destroy innocent human beings in the womb. There's nothing out there. And they're so easy to respond to. So people who get in this fight who feel like, oh, I need to know a whole lot. You really don't. It's just basic science, basics of the scriptures. It's really love your neighbor. Yeah. Love your neighbor. Jesus says, if you love me, you'll obey my commands. Mm -hmm. And then he says, rescue those who are being delivered to death. You know, Mm -hmm. be a voice for the voiceless, do justice, Mm -hmm. all of these things. So it's very, very simple for you who are saying, oh, I have to just know it all before I get in engaged no you don't you do need you do need to know and we're here to help you out with that but the biggest thing is just to get involved mm-hmm. that's that's what we need to yeah. do so yeah um before we let you tell us how we can help you you have anything else you want to ask no i just just thank you for your time and i'm encouraged just just hearing your story and all that you're up against and you know it, it will give me an even d- deeper appreciation for your work when i see you uh, all your stuff pop up online. I just want to encourage you to stick in there, you know, keep on fighting the good fight and we're, we'll be praying for you. And we're just so, so thankful for all that God is doing through you, Laura, truly. Yeah, absolutely. So where can people go to help you and just find out what you're doing, watch your stuff? Well, uh, choice for com, and it's choice 42, like the number four, two 
choicefortwo.com. Um, we're on all social media platforms, either Choice for Two or me, Laura Clausen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the main way to keep up on what we're doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Hey, thanks so much for coming on. Um, yeah, we mean it from the bottom of our hearts. You've been such a blessing to us mm-hmm. and you were always in our prayers and we all were, we are here for you, uh, for however we can help you. We just want to, uh, come alongside of you and, uh, just join you in, in, in what you're doing. So thanks so much for your time. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for having me. Yes. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, guys, that was that was awesome. Oh, that, that is such. I a, love her. It's such an awesome picture, an illustration, and in, in, in a human form mm-hmm. of what God can do to someone and through someone really mm-hmm. who just simple answers the call. She's like, I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. You know, I just knew I had to do something. Yeah. I knew this is what God commanded me to do, and so she stepped out in faith, and God has used her faith to save babies to bring truth the light to bring the gospel out but we can we, any of us can do it right and that reminds me of john john barrows who's you know up in years and he's just like i gotta go and i just gotta stand out in front of the, the mill yeah that's all he did and god has saved thousands of babies so it, for you yeah uh, the big takeaway hopefully from this episode is step out in faith no longer just be a pew warmer and i don't say that to harm or to attack Uh, i've been there our christianity is much much more than just going to church and then going home and living out your life and just kind of being a receiver of uh the things of god not being a doer like the scriptures command us don't just be a hearer be a doer obey the law of god right so what i want to encourage you and plead with you is get out there like like Laura did, join a crisis, or, or a crisis pregnancy center. Mm-hmm. Go to endabortionnow.com. Push the contact button. Say, I want to get involved. I want my church to get involved. Yeah. As the Christian church rises up in numbers, then we will see the God's enemies put under his feet. That's and right. So what we got to do. Yeah. yeah. I, and you know what I was thinking too? Uh, God bless the laborer who had that graphic image that she saw as a young kid. Like God put that person there with right. the graphic image Little Laura Clausen, as a kid, saw it, was affected by it, and then began to fight for the preborn, even in school. Uh, it just gives me kind of chills to think about, you know, all that God put into place and to show, you know, as much as we hate looking at graphic images, I hate it. It's super mm-hmm. sad. Too, it's I so sad, it. yeah. um, but they're necessary because it, it exposes evil and it stirs the heart. And so uh, God bless that laborer who did that. Yeah. And that's, that's so cool. Because so, sometimes, and I, I've been out there, you know, a lot yeah. with a sign and you're like, what? Yeah. you watch car after car going, you watch middle finger after middle finger, right? And, you know, the women waddling out of the abortion clinic. You're like, <laughs> what is, what good is this? What's, yeah. what are we achieving? And God uses faithfulness. That's God right. used his faithfulness in the form of that explicit sign. She saw it and now look at all the babies. So yeah. as we go out serving God, nothing is in vain. Right. He uses every single aspect for his mm-hmm. glory. Um, and, to one degree or another in big ways and small ways. Yeah. Right? Amen. But uh, yeah, she's, she's such a blessing. Yeah. Go, if you haven't yet, go check out all the videos on choice for two. Um, they're all of them are excellent. You'll just be blessed by them. And as always, we always ask, go on to our, our uh, social media stuff and 
give us a like and review if you can. And um, yeah, we got some more exciting stuff coming up. We got Marcus with Lore coming Marcus on. Is coming up. We got debates and we are going to tackle the flat earthers. It's just forthcoming. We've had a lot of stuff yeah. uh, kind of transpire in our family life mm-hmm. that we kind of have to deal with that. Um, just to navigate around. So mm-hmm. just be praying for us, just for strength. Uh, it's just something that we got to do. Right. Um, but it is kind of affecting our, our schedule a little bit. But those yeah. things are forthcoming. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a cool closeout to the year. I haven't asked him yet, and I haven't even asked you, but I really want to see if Juan Riasco will come on again because he moved. Oh, he totally will. Yeah, yeah he, he will. Yeah. He can't. He, he moved back to Chicago. Well, if you're watching this one, yeah. yeah, come we'll, on. We'll ask you yeah. if you are, but I, I'm assuming that you're going to go. Yeah, I love the guy. Yeah. So he actually in, invited us to come oh, yeah. and eat at Nini's I'd and love go to. out and evangelize. Oh, me too. That'd be killer. All the food he posts is yeah. just So maybe we incredible. just plan on like a ministry trip out there. We and should do it. And we could record, maybe oh. do one out there with him or that something. That would be that'd awesome. Be, that'd be tight. Yeah. So a lot of good things coming up. Thank you for watching our show. Um, yeah. Continue to go out and preach the gospel and That's save right. babies. Love you guys. See you next time. Thank you.